Peace to everyone out there. Thank you for checking out a new episode of Politic Ditto Podcast, where I take you behind the blue line, chop it up on policing and community relations. And as always, we break down lyrics, verses, everything that has to do with that on our favorite segment, Behind the Bars. It is so good to be back. Jay Feel, boy Dro. Yo, yo. It's been quite a long hiatus, my brother. Yeah, man, it's been a long one, but you know, it's good to, you know, see, you know, it's good to see you. You know, what I'm saying we're yeah. doing it different. We're doing this uh, on via Zoom, so we have that better, better reaction, which I like that idea. Um, right. The better back and forth, man. But all in all, man, it's it's good to to be doing this again. You know, like yeah, you know, man. some folks have been starving for it. They're like, Joe, what's, what's when, when's the next episode? You know, I'm sure your people's telling you the same. Yeah, man, I've been hit up in every way possible, texts, DMs, even talking to certain people on the phones going on. But, you know, a lot's been going on in this last year or so, Drew. You know, my life is just a roller coaster, especially this year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I got the big day in two months. What's two the big months. day? You want to tell two the people? You going to tell the people? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, getting married. Me and Kiki going to do the damn thing down uh, down here, flying all, all all our New York peeps. And and of course, other people, a shout out to Harry Wu, Pascal flying in from D.C. We got people flying in from other states is showing us love. I can't wait. I'm so excited to see everybody. Yeah. Have, you have, 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 have an amazing, joy, joyous, fun atmosphere in Tampa, March 31st, two months, get married. And then, you know, after that. No and I have to move, looking for townhomes, just just a lot going on, a lot, a lot going on. And that's uh, that and other things, you know, COVID crap. You know, I know you battled recently, had another bout of that sucks. You know, yeah, it is man. what it is. We're just getting through all this COVID stuff, too. You know, it's not going away. It's the new normal. <laughs> um, just a lot going on, Joe. You know, work was crazy last year in uh, my job down here in Miami PD. Uh, you know, it's yeah. it's a lot going on that um, played into the hiatus, personal and professional. And I know you got a little taste of it yourself. You had to move. And why don't you tell, tell us about that? Yeah, man. You know, um, you know, last year uh, was it last year. No, this. Yeah. No, the start of the COVID thing, the epidemic in 2020. Yep. Yep. Right. Two years so, ago. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, my wife took a blow, you know, who lost her grandmother, who lost her uh -huh. dad you know, and her aunt. So we took three blows um, back to back to back, and, you know, and, yeah. and her mom was still around. She was their care. She was their caregiver for, for her mom and her, her grandmother, you know, so we made the, you know, the choice to move in with her, you know, so the space is a lot smaller, you know, so these are the things that, um, that I'm dealing with part of, part of some of the reasons for the hiatus, no excuses, but we back, man. So I'm, I'm good, man. And also I know I've congratulated you guys, you and Kiki a million times. And you know what? I want to do one more time on the air. Congratulations, brother. Thank you, man. I can't wait to see it. Like I said, I can't wait to see everybody in two months. This is going to be official. Shout out to all the fellas. Shout out to twins, Jerry and Petty, our boy, Mike doing the good work, uh, I mean, I can't, we can't say enough about our boy, Mike, uh, doctor down there in Brooklyn in the damn hospital. I can't pronounce awesome guy, um, you know, and also drops a lot of uh, 
healthy and helpful knowledge guiding us with our uh, COVID questions, cares, and concerns. So shout out to him and wishing him nothing but health. And uh, as he continues to soldier on, doing this on, on the front line for the healthcare workers. Uh, it's going to be good to see everybody. Like I said, Harry and Pete coming in from D.C. It's, can't wait. And shout out to everybody else hitting me up. Um, let me know they're booking. They got their tickets, hotels, everybody, all my boys, Bronx, everybody, man. Too many people to shout out. Um, we're, we're, we're just happy to be back. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. So being that we got a lot to talk about, man, um, I want to get right into it. You ready for this? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So so we going out with the old, the bozo, the Blasio. Yep. And we're in with the new Eric Adams. So how are your people on the force feeling about that? Your people that are still here in New York that are on the force, on the department, how they how, what's their feelings towards um Adams? Every, everybody's relieved that the Blasio's gone. First and foremost, um, I can't stress that enough. It was a, uh, it's it's almost absurd that he was reelected. Uh, I feel like in his second term, he basically ran against no one. Uh, no one really challenged him, which was a part of the reason why he was able to get another four-year term. And it was really during that second, the most recently completed four-year term in which the police department, um, the morale just spiraled into the toilet. And I still feel like it's still there now. Um, uh, 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 we're, we're in the end of January right now. Uh, a little more than a week ago, uh, two young rookie police officers were were killed. It was straight up walked into a murder. Um, uh, working one of the worst, most dreaded calls a uniformed cop can ever respond to um, a domestic violence, a DV call. Um, you know, they walked into the into the home. The mother was uh, had had concerns about her son. And after interviewing, it seems like they interviewed the mother briefly by the door, and they walked into the apartment. And as they were walking in, uh, the son just busted open the bedroom door and, you know, he shot both officers point blank in the head. And according to body camera footage um, that has not been released, uh, nor should it ever see the light of day because it's probably horrific. Um, he continued to shoot the down officers until another third responding officer was able to shoot and eventually kill that gunman who killed these uh, young rookie officers. Um, so that being said, in the beginning of January, another three officers in various parts of the city. I think one in Brooklyn, one in Staten Island, another one in the Bronx, they were all shot responding to uh, other calls or just handling uh, jobs in progress. So you, you have Mayor Adams walking into his first month of being a mayor in a city and five cops shot, right. two of them killed. That is it's a disaster of epic proportions for Mayor Adams. And I, I want to say it's the result of, you know, the Blasio's uh, previous term. I feel like he didn't care. And whatever it was that um, he, he, whatever agenda he was trying to push, mm -hmm. uh, it, it turned into a, a, a even a media fueled narrative that um, no one cares about the police. And I mean, you, you saw, this is going back to, to a couple of years ago, Drew, all, all the videos just, Right. It was just cringy videos of uh, people just openly going up, being able to go up to police and dousing them with water, stuff like that. Um, I can't even, I lost count of all of the uh, cell phone videos of 
you know, people just antagonizing police, all uh, suck my dick, fuck you, homo, all that, all those crazy, just video, like, I can't even fathom that if I was still a cop and I had to endure that because I know what my reactions would be if, um, you know, people were, you know, poking me like that when I'm in uniform, I'm just actually trying to help, help people, you know what I mean? But, um, there's a narrative out there, you you know, it's not only in New York, it's national, it's down here in Miami. I hear the stories of Miami cops and some of the stuff they go through. Uh, it's, we're definitely just in a, a fuck the police, fuck 12. Uh, you know, that, 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 that's what it is. We're living in that. It has been for many years. So that being said, how it affects New York is the police were excited to, to have a mayor come in after eight dreadful years in which they had no backup and no support to have someone take over charge of the city who was an actual NYPD officer for 22 years, who rose to the ranks of captain, who was a minority, was a black man. And so he fought some of the behind the scenes or like how I like to say behind the blue line, um, some of the behind the scenes uh, uh, fights the battles with NYPD leadership that no one would know about in terms of, um, you know, racial. Let's just say it for what it is. There's not a lot of high ranking minorities in the upper echelon of the command in one police plaza. And there really should be because of the racial breakdown and, and the streets that the NYPD police is in. They need more black and Hispanic leadership in the upper ranks up there in uh, one police plaza. So that being said, like like I previously stated, Mayor Adams, former NYPD cop, rose to the ranks of captain, also helped create one of the most controversial and well-known fraternities within the NYPD, 100 Blacks in law enforcement. Um, so you basically have a cop who's the mayor of the city. Mm -hmm. So the morale is instantly boosted. But what people need to understand, and I want to use President, former President Obama, as an example. Mm -hmm. So we we had Bush Jr. run the pres run run the country, winning the presidency for two terms, right mm -hmm. in the 2000s, and we were in the midst of two wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. And you know, people are going to say what they will about former President Bush. So everybody was um, could could not wait for President Obama to take over. And it was like day one, he was supposed to just snap his fingers like Thanos and undo everything, the state right. of the country, right? No, that's not what's going to happen. Obama really didn't, uh, he, he wasn't really able to begin to push his agenda and, and, and run the country and his vision until his second term. So <clears throat> the same thing is going to apply here to Mayor Adams. It's not going to be in his first term. And the reason why I say that is because he walked into a shitstorm. He's handcuffed with what he can really do because of the bail reform policies in Albany mm -hmm. that have seemingly given free reign to, you know, straight up crim criminality just running amok all over the city. And again, this goes back to the previous uh, mayor. This goes back to de Blasio. What, how did the city deteriorate under de Blasio's reign over the city? You see it every day, Joe, so does your wife. You ride the subway, you go to work. Subways are mind-bogglingly disgusting and riddled with homeless drug users. You see shit in the subways that I feel like, forget our childhood. This probably goes back into, you know, in, in, in the 70s 
what our parents were dealing with. You know, people are just once a month, someone's getting pushed off the platform onto the train tracks by a mentally deranged, uh, you know, person uh, that needs psychiatric help more than anything. You got that all over the subways, you got homeless issue in the subways, you got homeless issue in the streets have exploded again. These are all quality of life issues. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a big, big, big believer in police and quality of life um, issues, which is the theory of broken windows police and the belief that if you heavily enforce low level minor infractions, it, pr- it prevents major crimes from happening. So clean up the homelessness, get rid of the, that troubling element that comes with like, you know, the poster boy for uh, minor infractions and broken windows. There is like the squeegee man at the stoplight who's trying to like squeegee a car, you know, wash your windshield. You, you get rid of that. That's bottom of the barrel, low level stuff. And it's going to prevent the higher level violent crimes, rapes and robberies, shootings. So, you know, former mayor de Blasio just didn't care. The quality of life deteriorated to the point that it is now. Albany's uh, bail reform, which, I mean, we covered this in previous episodes of Politic Ditto Podcast. Um, you, you know, right. it, it probably takes you being charged with attempted murder or, or a murder in order to get bail at this point. And we've seen the horrific after effects of bail reform. We've seen people arrested for stuff and a week later they shoot somebody and kill them. And then it goes back to, well, they were just arrested the week before. Why were they let go? They were let go because of the bail reform policies from Albany. So all of this being said, it's going to take quite a while for Eric Adams, the new mayor of New York city to fight crime. Now, I'm going to cut you off here. His his stance is not for bill reform. He wants to change it back. Am I correct? Yeah, he wants to. He He's asking for Albany to repeal right. bail reform or to drastically overhaul it, basically to reinstitute bail policies. Mm-hmm. So who knows how long that's going to take? That's out of his hands. What I do like and what I do hear from my, from, uh, my, my boys on the job is... Um, he is bringing back a controversial street crime unit mm-hmm. uh, that goes back to the days of stop question and frisk. It even goes back to uh, uh, Amadou Diallo in the Bronx, 41 shots in the, in the late nineties. Yeah. Very that was street crime. That's aggressive policing. That's uh, plainclothes units, just, you know, running the streets and, you know, that's jump out boys. They're jumping out and running up on you. And the goal is to just, take guns off the street and that's that tends to be problematic because it's aggressive policing and critics will say that you know it's racial profiling because they're only jumping out on and black and brown neighborhoods so here's my pushback against that drove here here it is um where do you think all of this crime is happening yeah you can't argue that it's it's called the hood for a reason exactly it's happening in and around the projects, all right? It's happening in East New York and Brooklyn. It's happening mm-hmm. in, in Long Island City and Queensbridge and the story of projects. It's happening in Jamaica, right? Right? It's happening in 40 Ps. I mean, I'm not going to say it'll, it'll every happen, hood, every project. You know what I'm saying? Right. It so, happens more in the hood, but, you know, it's, we can't act like it's not happening, you know, um, what's that? What's that Every posh neighborhood in Brooklyn, you know? Like it can well, happen like, over what, there well, too. like Park Slope, Park Slope, like, yeah. I, I, like, but but is it 
is it is it happening like like you know the way we grew up and what what we know you know we got people we got people in these hoods you know what i'm saying like we, you, yeah. you you know the streets you know you know what time it is when you get off the subway at come on man like with nine o'clock in the pick, a, pick a block in spanish harlem you know what i'm saying like yeah. come on you can't you can't compare you can't compare those hoods to like fucking williamsburg right now you know you, you know what i'm saying like right. you ain't gonna need street crime in williamsburg right now you just not and, and this is what i don't understand the critics of uh, that are against aggressive policing like that you know you have videos of of you know dudes walking out of bodegas with little girls and getting ran up on and shot mm-hmm. Gr- girls laying on little girl laying on top of the whoever it was the uncle the father trying to protect them and do trying to shoot around little girl what kind of shit is that yeah that was wild. like that's that, that's what i'm saying like that's like like the hood and the hood mentality that shit is crazy because then that's that's the same people that want to be like oh you know fuck the police and all that oh they they harassing us oh my god man like come on man like the hood mentality that shit is over i'm so done with that so you need you need to bring back aggressive aggressive police and tactics it's going to be hard but it's when you look at the way the quality of life has deteriorated in the city right now it's the only way so yeah. we're going to see what we're going to see what eric adams can do and he can only do so much dro especially in manhattan and you know why that is right you know you know who the new da in manhattan is right brags brags yeah. to riches yeah Alvin yeah. Bragg. So who 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 already you know put both of his feet in his mouth with his crazy day one memo, which directed um, his prosecutors to drop misdemeanor cases and not seek bail or prison time for a lot of defendants. And he's actually asking for certain felonies to be downgraded to misdemeanors, which is the wild, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I am at a loss for words for what I'm reading, what I'm hearing, and for his vision this is that like crazy what they call him like progressive leadership the progressive democrats like i don't even want to spin off into and 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 to give him my thoughts on on the left and the right and i don't want for this program to to become that but democrats in new york this is different i've never seen anything like this this is crazy so how the hell is mayor adams supposed to combat spiraling crime rates and horrific quality of life conditions when the mayor and the most arguably it is what it is manhattan's the most important part of new york state of the of everything manhattan's literally the, the capital of the united states it is what it is right so you have the prosecutor there basically saying i'm not prosecuting shit I'm not seeking life sentences. Life sentences are inhumane. He even had a directive in his memo to, as much as possible, avoid 20 year plus sentences. I can't even, I was beyond cringing reading this. It was a proverbial shake my head moment reading this guy's vision for trying to, to uh, uh, combat what he sees as a broken criminal justice system. So, this is how you combat it by basically not seeking so prison like, sentences. That's basically like what he's saying. He's trying to make a change. He's, he's, he probably doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's just throwing shit to the wall, hoping it sticks and hoping it works or whatever. Um, Yo, I, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be mayor Adams right now. Like I said, he's has five shot cops in his first month. Two are right. dead. 
Crazy. Um, he has a DA in Manhattan who basically said, I'm not prosecuting shit. I'm trying to give the lowest possible sentence for everything. And then he has Albany, the capital of the state, saying, yeah, so these are the laws, but work with what you have. How the hell is he supposed to push back against that? You you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's like Mayor Adams, is, while, his legacy huh? cannot be judged in this four-year term. He's going to need to be reelected. He's going to need to do two terms in order for him to turn this city around. That's what I'm saying. Are the police, is the morale a little bit better? I will say right now, it's it's broken and they're in mourning. They just they right. just lost two of their own. That's always horrifying. For myself, it was a bit personal because they were young, 22 years old. Dro, my son is 22. My nephew, nephew who's is on the in police academy <laughs> right now. Right, 24. Right, right now, he's continuing on my legacy. How's he? How's he feeling about that? Like when when you when when he hears news about cops getting shot and killed, uh, how he, does he feel when he's on the like? He the had thing? friends who knew one of the murdered officers. Okay. Now, does it make him want to be an officer a lot more, you know, so he could get out and combat these type of situations? Out there? I, I would say it's both. It's a, he's feeling both. I spoke okay. to him, you know, I spoke to him last week after everything went down and um, just to take his temperature. And, you know, he's scared. He's nervous. But, you know, he 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 wants to get he sees how how horrifying and dangerous his job can be. And he's ready when he finishes his training to hit the ground boots running and mm-hmm. try to make a difference. You know, that's really what it is. This is what people understand, you know, like the policing, is, uh, strip it down to the bones. This is just about, it's about helping people, man. It's about helping the community. You know, right. that's what it is. So, so let me ask you this other question. Our new commissioner, um, what's, what are your, your intel? What are you guys saying about uh, Keechan Sewell? You know what? Projects. I, I never heard that name until Mayor Adams uh, announced her as the new commissioner. It was like the record skip. Like, who that? Where you from? <laughs> I think she came from Philly, right? Oh, no, no, I'm bugging. She didn't come from Philly. I think she was Nassau County. She was out there in right. Long Island. Right. Yeah, she was out there in Long Island. Um, Never heard that name ever in my life. Um, okay. So nobody um, knows. There's no nobody knows. So, total outsider. It was a little surprise pick. I'm pretty sure like NYPD was prepared for somebody in the uh, upper ranks to be bumped up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he 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 didn't hide that he wanted to put a minority in that position, which mm-hmm. I think is is great. It sends a good message, right? Right. But um, the, the outsider pick had everybody, you know, wonder, oh, okay. I mean, I'm not going to say it's that far away. It's in Long Island. It's right. not far, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Long Island's, you know, not a part of the five boroughs. And, you know, that I, I think that the department wanted somebody a native, you know, and, uh, but she is a she's today. a Queens native, so yeah, she's a Queens native. She's front of hood, right? Right, Queensbridge, right? Right. So yeah, yeah. So, so at uh, least she's a, yeah. At least you're saying she's a city native. She 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 knows she knows uh right. project life and all of that. So yeah. I think I think you know it's good, but the department is just you know ready to move the way. I think I think the department is ready to move the way Eric Adams is moving. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think they're waiting to see how he's going to move and then they'll they'll adjust mm-hmm. and, and figure it out from there. You know what I'm All saying? Right. Yo, I, Joel, I, let, I, me, I, let me let me let me take this minute right now to apologize for the scratchiness and the hoarseness of my voice, man, bad. because I, I, I'm struggling to get through this and I will. And I got my 49ers conference game popping <laughs> off against the Rams in a couple of hours. So my voice is about to be even more shot. 
Bird. Shout out to my man Ryan. We went out last night, acted like we was kids, like 20 years. <laughs> like we 44 in the club last night at Fort Lauderdale, acting like we 24, screaming and going right. crazy and shit. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you just gotta do that. You know, I do live in South Florida. There's a lot of shit to do down here and it's a lot of clubs and lounges and bars. And I like to hang out in lounges and bars, but we went to a club last night and throw that, throw that shit was crazy, bro. Right. I was in there like, yo, I'm too old for this shit. This shit was crazy. <laughs> EJ was certified ass, bro. He was playing EDM house music. That shit was, oh my God, bro. I was looking at the DJ. I wanted to throw something at him, man. But you know what I mean? The, the, the club atmosphere it was it was it, it was popping off. It was it was bugged out to catch the current vibe, see what everybody's um listening wow. to right now. I, I can't um, remember the last time I've been to a club. Like, yo, it was a straight up club, bro. We walked into a club even and before that, yo, the pandemic. Yo, and, and that's the other thing, it's bugged out. It's pandemic life. Like, you know, Florida is lawless down here. Like they yeah, don't like, care yeah. down here, yo. <laughs> Everybody up in the club coughing, like COVID was pumping in that club last night. I know, yo, I thought of Mike real quick. I think he would have been like, hell no. He would have yeah. been in that club in a Tyvek suit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but, but yeah, man, I had a good night last night. I woke up with a mini banger. I'm feeling much better right now. I, I hear in the background the sounds of New York City. I don't think that's that's that that sounds like it's you, brother. That's me. <laughs> no, I'm bugging. I just look out my window. That's an ambulance just rolled past my my crib. I'm like, Damn, that ain't man. me. You see, you see how fucked up New York is. I hear a siren, and I think it's you automatic. <laughs> and it's right out your door. That's hilarious. <laughs> right, it's hilarious, man. So, yo, is is there anything else you want to add to to you know? the politic ditto portion of this, the Eric Adams, Keech and Sue. Um, no, no. I think that, you know, everybody needs to, like I said, I think everybody needs to, to just give Eric Adams time to execute right. his plan and his vision. And it's going to be extremely difficult. Like I said, he's fighting policies enacted by Albany, the bail reform policies. And, and you know what, let's just skip over Alvin Bragg, Manhattan DA for the moment. It all comes down to the bail reform that we were talking about, not even last year, the year before. Um, because the previous episodes, we were talking about the Baltimore Gun Trace Task Force. So this goes back to nearly two years ago when I w- we were on top of the bail reform and what it can- what the, the, the problems it may cause potentially for any incoming administration in New York City. And Dro, here we are about a year and a half, two years after I was talking about here on Politic Ditto, where we take you behind the blue line, chop it up about policing and community relations. Two years ago, Drew, on our episodes, I was talking about the closure of Rikers Island, how that's going to affect the quality of life and play into the new commissioners for the the mayor's office, city councilmen and police commissioners, the closure of potential closure of Rikers Island, how that's going to play into quality of life spiraling out of control. Not only that, once bail reform happened, when former uh, Governor Cuomo was walking his way out of office and he allowed for all of that shit to happen, we were talking about this over a year and a half. So I know what we do here on our platform is a little bit different, but I, I do say I'll take you behind the blue line because I, I do have a feeling the temperature for what's going on due to my previous experience in policing in New York and, and the connections that I still have to this day. Right. So that being said, we were in front of all this stuff. And I'm not surprised that we are where we are right now with 
quote unquote, the politics of New York City right now and the uphill battle that Eric Adams is facing. If 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 I can give an analogy for what he has in store for himself and his entire city, city council, the administration, the Eric Adams administration, you know what they're looking at right now? They're in like waist deep mud water and they're mm-hmm. trying to climb out of it. You, you know what I'm saying? They, they're like in a, in a slope on a hill slicked with mud and they're trying to climb out of it. And I think they're going to stay in that muck for quite a while, man. It's, it's, the bail reform is debilitating and crime fighting for, for New York City right now. You got the bail reform. You have the progressive Democratic um, visionary who's a DA who is refusing to prosecute just about every crime because he feels like it, it, the, the racial disparity against black and brown people are overwhelming. You have the people who are still asking for the closure of Rikers Island. And we're going to talk about in the next episode, I'm jumping into jail, prison, right. corrections, federal, city, state, all that. I have a lot of experience working in those agencies as well. So we're going to jump right back into jail and prisons in the next episode. So you have all of that going on. You have city council members still somewhat anti-police bias against law enforcement, harping on a Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's vision for uh, changing the broken criminal justice system because the racial disparity against black and brown people, uh, it's, it's too much. Eric Adams has a lot, a lot, All right. a lot to fight, man. And his so, own office everywhere, he has a lot to fight. And I'm just going to ask for city of New York, everybody there, they're going to need to give that man time. It's going to take a long time. All right. Cool. It's going to take time. Patience for change, yep. right? Yeah, it's going to be painful. Change. But I think that, well, here's I think the, here's that the thing you also. got the right person. I think you got the right person. And I think it will take time. So it's going to take time. So you figure, you, you said before that, you think it'll be in his, in his second term. So that's four years. Yeah. Before you okay. start seeing stuff changing. Yeah, I believe may, may, maybe towards the end of his first term, let's say it's going to depend on how he's able to work with Albany and if they're willing to tweak the bail reform. That's going to be the key. I think that's going to be the key. I think I think tweaking that bail reform is definitely going to have to happen because I'm we're in agreement with that, that uh, the bail reform is is outrageous. It's, it's just crazy. It definitely needs tweaking. But also. And in, in, in asking for, you know, for time for Eric Adams, you know, plans to be implemented and, you know, to, you know, to show fruition. But that's also this is only what year two for bill reform also. So we don't know, like the end, the end results of it all. Also, now I'm not back in bill reform here, you know, but bill reform is only two years old. We don't know how it's in the end. It might work. Right. <clears throat> so we're saying we want to give Adam some time. Well, well right bail now, bail time also. It doesn't seem like it's working out. It doesn't, and I'm I'm in agreement with that. But you know what I'm what I'm saying is like, you know, <clears throat> we're asking for time for one person, but let's 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 give time for another another fraction also. You know, I'm just just uh, just another another angle to see things. You know, well, right now bail reform is uh, so, so some of. Of, of the controversial cases because due, due to the bail reform policies have been just tragic. It's been terrible. Um, there was yes. an article, there was an article in, a, in the post a couple of months ago and like 10 murders that should have never happened. Mm-hmm. All 10 of the murders that happened 
Of course, they were in the hoods. It was mostly Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, right? And it was all suspects who committed these these murders Mm -hmm. who had been previously arrested for similar gun crimes in the weeks before they carried out the shootings, the slayings. So when you had them in your courtroom for all the judges, if bail reform was not enacted in the way it is now, these dudes would be on Rikers Island and the people that they killed would still be alive. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. But because of the bail reform policies, dudes are arrested for violent crimes, man. Carrying a gun in New York and New Jersey, you know how it is up in there. And that tri-state mm-hmm. area is like the harshest gun laws in the country in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, especially in New York and New Jersey. You know, right. Jersey's the iron pipeline for a reason. That 95, that 95 highway from the bottom of Jersey to the into New York, that's where everybody's buying the guns in the South, man. They just they just going to D.C., Virginia, to the Carolinas, and they driving them right through 95 and Jersey into the city, and they flooding the streets. Listen, mm-hmm. listen you get you get caught with a blicky, and it, it was like three to three, three years oh. mandatory minimum sentence. Yo, speaking you, of which, I'm not sure like if you no it. I'm not sure if you peeped it. There's there was this college student. Um, I, I might have might have been a Columbia student. I'm not sure, but he went back home to uh, Louisiana. You know, he took saw it. Butt. Yeah, that was. I saw it. <laughs> that Isn't that the crazy. craziest shit? Yo, that was recently. Isn't that the craziest Yo, he shit? Came, just met crazy bags of guns. Yeah. Back, back to New York. I mean, I, I guess that ain't nothing new, really, right? It's not. But, but, you know, like that's so, so, that's so a, this, that that, that, that was a bust. That, so that was the that was a that was a good thing for Eric Adams. You know, same first month. That was a shining moment for him. You know. Yeah, it was good. He needed. He needed. You know. You know to show something good in this first month. Yo, take it back. Rest in peace to Prodigy Mob Deep, right? P, <laughs> P, P did three and a half years getting caught with a hammer coming out of the club and the cops were following him already. It was mm-hmm. probably the hip hop cops and they right. pulled him over for making an, an illegal U-turn and he had the burner mm-hmm. on him and he did three and a half years. Yo, straight like that. So right. if, if, if bail reform was enacted back then, yo, P would have walked oh, out of the courtroom, the city, bro. The city would have been, been crazy back up. in those days, man. Imagine it's Imagine that, yo, it's bugged out. It's it's just like you can cherry pick cases. We can yeah, do this we can all, do that day. all day. But what I'm saying with those 10 cases that the post highlighted, yo, these dudes, because of bail reform, the judges were handcuffed and remanding them. Mm-hmm. And let them walk out with like either low bail, really low bail, or no bail. And like a week, two weeks later, they killed the dudes they were gunning for originally. That's crazy. That's like that, that. That's that's what bail reform is. That's what it, that's the effects is having right now for people that are not that mm-hmm. are not able to digest this. What we're talking about and how crazy and out of control and lawless. The boroughs have become. This right. is what it is. This is the end result. There was before we move on to behind the bars drill. Let me talk about one more case. There was another crazy case. I, it was like a, a um a person in need of psychiatric, like a pins person, emotionally disturbed dude who had a number of a, a sexual abuse past. He got arrested for something. 
It was a low level thing. It was like shoplifting or something. I'm not saying he should be remanded for that. We're just saying what happened, what ended up happening due to bail reform. He got arrested for stealing. I think I have a Dwayne Reed, a pharmacy, a CVS or something, mm-hmm. right? Yo, a couple of days later when they had him and he had a warrant, by the way, mm-hmm. yo, he raped a woman. He raped, he raped a woman on her way to work. He beat her like it was violent. Like he choked around, raped and everything. Yo, what? that's bail reform, man. You already had this dude in your courtroom. Mind you, it was for petty offense, you know, petty, petty misdemeanor shoplifting, right? Right. But you should still take into account his arrest history. And he had a violent arrest history for everything. He was one of those horny dudes on a train, like flashing, rubbing on chicks. Like, that's all these are the things. You had this dude, you could have remanded him due to his questionable sexual battery history. But no, judge, you let this dude walk out out of the courtroom and what does he do he chokes a woman into unconsciousness and rapes her Hmm. that's fucking bail reform man this this shit is outrageous yeah yo eric adams man god bless that dude he got i think he's a republican on the low prayers new york city he needs (laughs) prayers give that man a chance that's all i'm saying i I, I think he's republican on the low (laughs) you know (laughs) yo say that again i think i think he's republican on the low Yo, but you know what? The Republican mayors in New York City, they're the ones that drive the numbers down. You, you, you know what I mean? Like Yo. the city, the city is safe under Republicans. I, I like I said, I don't want to do this Democrat Republicans left and right. I know, up and down I know. shit. I really don't want us to become that program. I refuse no. to become that yeah, program. I refuse but, to. Yeah, we're not gonna be that. But you know, but, but you know what? I that, that is kind of funny. You gotta be cracking up. He no, might, I mean it, it sounds like a shadow Republican, bro. He is just some sleepish sleeper cell shit. Exactly. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day, and, and it was like, yo, I think he's on the on the low, he's Republican. You know what I'm saying? And and look who ran who he ran against, Curtis Lee. Like, really, did that dude have a shot? Nah, bro. Yo, you know what? There's, there's, a dude, there's a dude I work. There's a dude I work with, and he's from he's from um like he he's got family all over Long Island and Staten Island, right? Right. Yo, and we we just like my New York boy at work. We always talking about borough shit, right? Mm-hmm. And just like New York politics. And we were cracking up during the 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 race for mayor, like. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Like, yo, I told him I could have beaten Curtis Lewa. Ain't nobody, nobody was gonna hire that dude. Nobody was gonna vote that dude in to be the mayor. Yo, I don't know what I would have done. We've seen Stranger Things, like Donald the Trump. last president we had, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> right, right, right. We ain't gonna be that program. All right. yeah, same, so, yeah. Yo, if Curtis Lewa would have become the mayor, holy shit, yo, bro. I, I what what would the, be the conversation we have right now if Curtis Lee would have become the mayor, bro? Bro, bro, guardian angels in City Hall standing there looking like looking standing there looking like kids, like, like, like looking like S one Ws and shit. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yo, that show would have been crazy that with the red berets and shit, and they and they have red satin jackets. Yo, I would have been like, yo, Drew, we reached the end of times. This is it. This is it. This is the end. Yo, yo, anyway, man, um, you feel good ending it right there, brother? You want to head yeah. on to our favorite piece? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Boop, boop, boop. Let's do it. Politics Ditto Podcast. Jay Field Troll. Man, it feels good to be back. Feels for good real, to be for back. Real. 
year, Joe. Let's get right into it. Behind the bars. It's been a lot. Yo, last year was a pretty good year, man. A lot of a lot of good content. A lot of good stuff came out. But I don't want to do like a rehash of everything last year. I just want, mm-hmm. you know, talk about recent releases, like the last couple months, like maybe going back to around like November, December. Uh, bring us up to speed right now. Right. I'll tell you what, it was a lot of heavy ball work, a lot of super lyrical, crazy, just a lot. heavy ball work shit coming out. And first, first project that caught my attention recently was the kid Russ Chomp Two. Mm-hmm. What you think about that? Um, you know what? I got, I did enjoy the album, but I, I could say I, I haven't gone back to it because um, I also checked out his earlier projects too. Because I've I've heard yeah. of Russ before that came out. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think he's okay, you know what I'm saying? But it didn't, I just I just felt like, you know what, let me grab who's hot for my album. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't think he has real personal relationships with these guys, you know, I really don't think so. Okay, um, okay. that's 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 an interesting take because I looked at it like sort of the opposite. I felt mm-hmm. like every guest artist on his Chomp 2 project mm-hmm. was, I feel like it, it was a very lyrical artist. Yeah, but he came out of nowhere. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like David, but 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 if you are lyrical like that, you recognize you you recognize the pen game. You know what I mean? Respect the shooter. Like he's going crazy. So I feel like those artists ain't gonna take. Maybe they'll just take a bag from anybody. You know, it's a paycheck, right? Yeah, maybe or, you might be right. Or yeah. Also, you know, steel sharp and steel. This kid is nice. Mm-hmm. You know, game recognized game. Like. No doubt. He had, yo, there was some ferocious verses on this album, Chomp 2. Um, I'll go back to it. I'll pay the yeah, visit. He said something, yo, and he had me cracking up. You know, I like hot bars with mm-hmm. some with, with some comedic flair. Right. And he has one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion, is with his song that he has with Ransom. And we're mm-hmm. going to talk a lot about Ransom in a moment, mm-hmm. who was my Dark Horse MVP for last year, for 2021. But we, right before I jump into Ransom stuff, yo, Russ had a, he had a hilarious couple of bars on his song with Ransom. He said, mm-hmm. he said, um, I should wear my numbers on my chest like a nickname, trying to make the paper flip. I only play Squid Games. So I was like, all right, I like that. I like that. Okay. You know, everybody who is a fan of Squid Games knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Then he said, New York Knicks fame, so she deep throat. Then my D rose, then her knees broke. I'm the mm-hmm. G-O. Yo, I, that's, yeah. yo, that's my bars right there. Like, I'm like, uh, for, for for all you non-New York Knicks followers or basketball savvy people out there, he said, then my D rose mentioned that that's a double entendre for Derrick Rose. Yeah. And then her knees broke. Yo, yo, you know, yeah. I just I just wanted to highlight the, 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 those little bars to kill Russ. It's one to watch, man. I'll go it's, back. I'll go back and check. One to watch. You might want to go back. You, there's a lot of crazy ball work on that album. The song with Papoose is ridiculous. Papoose went crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of good shit on that album. Check that out. No, I so, definitely will, man. So, um, my man, Ransom. Go son. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Ransom. I know. He's, he, he's been going in. He's been going Ransom in. Ransom out of Jersey. Yo, we both follow the... The homegirl on Instagram, Pretty Persian, right? Pretty right, shout right. out to her. Her her page is crazy. I like I like some yeah. of the stuff she posts. She just had a post a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. It just said ransom is so effortless. Mm-hmm. And I could not agree more. Okay. You know, to hear ransom rap, I feel like he's he can he can give 
a college course on how to rhyme. Flow, breath, breath control, concise, clear. It's effortless. That dude had a monster year from guest appearances. He had a dope mixtape series with, with um the, the, the producer Nicholas Craven. He's done a lot of work with uh, other cats. He's like he's like Big Ghost Limited. Nicholas Craven will make okay. a project with you where he's the sole producer, and it's usually hot shit. And he had a whole series with Ransom based on movies. The name of the series is Director's Cut. Quick, quick little, quick, quick little albums yeah, about kind of- 25, 30 minutes Griselda style. You know, we talk about Griselda every episode that he wants. Right. Um, you, you know, again? that series was dope. <laughs> and he, <laughs> that series was boom, boom, boom. That series was dope. And then he had a dope solo album, a collaboration with Big Ghost Limited, who I feel like has been on a three-year hot streak. Shout out to Big Ghost Limited. He's he's had some crazy albums and dropped collaborations with rappers the last couple of years. Yeah, and you you shaking your head vigorously. We definitely are on the same page with that. Yo, his collaboration with Big Ghost Limited was crazy. And then he ended it with another of my up-and-coming. Uh, favorite artists, Rome Streets. They had a dope collaboration album, Coupe de Grace. That shit is banging, bro. Mm. Um, I want to say that Ransom has something good going on with a uh, frequent collaborator, RJ Payne. You know, <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time you hear RJ Payne rhyme, it's pain. Yo, that dude sounds like. He's working out in the gym or he just left the gym. He sounds like he's in a booth doing curls with heavy dumbbells and shit. It's with such urgency. Yo, his flow is crazy. Every time I am rhyme, I end up laughing when he finishes. Life is on the line. Yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, I love that dude, man. I need, yo, Ransom, we, need a, we need a Ransom R.J. Payne collaboration album. The album of Rome's Keats is official. We need that. Um, believe it or not, I, I I would love to hear an R.J. Payne and M.O.P. collab. Oh, that would be sick. Yo, you know who like R.J. Payne? Mike. Mike has sent a a, a, a a video a couple of months ago from R.J. Payne's like, Leather, I think he has a series, Leatherface series. Yeah. Yo, the song with Ransom on Leatherface 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my, oh, my, oh, my. Yo, that shit is crazy. Yo, Ransom said some wild shit that when I heard that, I was like, oh, I was ready to run through the wall. He, he said I'm the rapping version of David Goggins. <laughs> Yo, David Goggins. For those who don't know who David Goggins is, just Google that, dude. You you have motivational life speakers, and then you have David Goggins. That's all I'm going to say. So he said that, but then R.J. Payne's verse in that song, then the name of the song is There Will Be Blood. The beat is official, but... Yo, I swear I think, to God, RJ Payne sounds. Kill produced that, bro. Oh, that's the that's the one that Kill produced. There will be blood. So. Yeah, I think so. I think Are so. you serious? Kill produced. There will be blood, will be blood with blood. ransom and RJ Payne. Yeah, let me let me check that out. No, right please now. check it out because if he did, I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to DM and and Twitter Kill and give him his props for that because that beat is a fit. That shit is still. In my current playlist rotation, that beat is official, and they went ham on that shit. Yo, RJ Payne says some wild shit. Um, I'm inexplicably great. The dispensary got me high as the penitentiary gates. Oh, my God, bro. Like, that, yo, go listen. If y'all haven't listened to RJ Payne's Leatherface 3 and Ransom and Rome Street's Coop the Grace, they, they came out, like, 
in, I want to say November, like maybe three months ago. Yo, that's some high level rap rapping right there. That's some bars for that ass. Like, like I say on no, every it episode. It really is, man. Those it's like, for, I, I gotta be honest, man. Um, I, I got, I got a six year old, man. It's hard for me to keep up. You know what I'm saying? And, and these dudes are coming out the woodwork with their projects and, Holy yeah, smoke. it drops at a high frequency. Yeah, yeah. So right now, what what I'm checking now is because you you mentioned the RJ Payne and I mean not RJ Payne. I'm sorry, Ransom and Rome. So right now, I'm 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 actually listening to Rome going backwards. You know, saying from their from their current um joint, the joint effort, yep. and I'm going yep. on to, to his last one. I'm so I'm working backwards and Rome. Yeah. Yo, Rome. Thank you, thank Rome, you, Rome yeah. Streets. I've been. I think. I think I said that. And the group last year too, yo, watch this dude roam streets. And guess what? Guess who we just signed to? Boom, boom, boom. Do, 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 do. Roam streets, Griselda joint dropping some point this year. I can't wait. Yo, I can't wait for that. Cause Rome streets shitted all over West Side's Guns last mm-hmm. two projects. The Hitler wears Hermes 8, 1, and 2. Right. He did the damn thing on Rome streets. I'm telling you, watch out for that. And if y'all have not listened to the the collaboration album with Ransom, please go back and listen to a name of his Coop the Grace. That joint is ill. Moving on. Yeah, what do you think so about Styles P and Havoc, Wreckage Man? Yo, you know what? I thought it was a pretty good album. Um, I th- I thought it was a it was it was a good combination, to be honest. Uh, those two together. Um, g- granted, I've only listened to it twice. Okay. You know, o- only twice. Um, but I, I enjoy what I heard. I don't I don't think um, every beat is banging to me. Um, having, OK, you OK. Know, I, you know it. what? I, 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 I will say I'm, I kind of agree with you on that. I was I, I've listened to it multiple times. I have a few favorite songs mm-hmm. and. I was a little underwhelmed by the beat mm-hmm. selection in a couple of songs. I thought it was going to be more 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 gritty boom bap dirty you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it was a little more smoothed out production i, I was a little surprised mm-hmm. but you know some there are some quality half bangers on there but i i can't walk away from it like this shit was bananas incredible it was a dope album you know i'm a tough critic i, th- I okay. think it was a dope album it was a good in the moment album but mm-hmm. i also feel like it has a little bit like it doesn't really have a lot of staying mm-hmm. power it probably doesn't, but but for me, I think what was dope about it and what was good for me was refreshing to hear Havoc again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's because, you know, P passing away, we haven't heard much from Havoc, you know, productions here and there. But um, he's definitely still got production. I think he still was nice on, you know, on the mic. And it's, All right. And it was, it was All right, Elephant in the room. Uh, I'm going to give you a moment to put on your boxing gloves because I feel like we're about to bloody each other right now. Oh, by the way, nah, that there will be blood that wasn't killed, but he did. Uh, I'll find that joint for you. Um, I'll definitely text it to you. Which the the joint? Yo, and then like like and then and then we'll talk about it next episode because for sure. um for 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 the correction because I do want to steer people towards that once again. It's a R J Payne has a series and uh the song we're referencing is his collaboration. The name of the song is There Will Be Blood, and it's on R J Payne's Leatherface Three. Join is mm-hmm. banana. That joint is bananas. High level ball works. What we love to talk about on behind the bar. Right. So you ready, Joe? We about to hit each other in the face right now. Let's you ready? Tell me why Nas Magic is a classic. You know what? Um, I want to ask you the first. I want to. I wanted you to answer first that why it isn't. But that's Joe, fine. Nas. No, that's Nas fine. I'll is, go first. 
I'll go first. All right. All right. Go ahead. I'll go first. Let's go. All right. First and foremost, the reason why it is a classic, man. All right. So this is Nas we're talking about. Uh, one of our, arguably our favorite artists, right? Our favorite that's, that's what I was about to say. He's right? my favorite Art- artist of all time, regardless of any genre of music. He's my okay. number one. Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 we're 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 tough critics on him, right? We're definitely tough on him. Like, ah, Nas does a big good beats. Ah, that this album, this and you know, um, how many classes would you say he got? I say that Nas absolutely definitive definitively has two classic albums in his catalog. Okay, and they are his first First two albums. That's it. That's how hard of a critic I am because people like people like to say stillmatic is a classic. And I'm like, it's, it's close, but to me, it's not like the hall of fame and baseball argument is funny. What song did you skip on stillmatic? I'm glad you brought a baseball. I'm glad you brought a baseball. (laughs) I'm bringing up stillmatic and I'm going to compare it to like hall of fame baseball players. Like it's funny. There's, there's baseball players that they say, man, he had a great career, but he's not in the Hall of Fame. He can go to the Hall of Very Good. And guess what, Drew? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And this is the argument that we're going to have after we talk about Nas. Okay. Yeah. It's, and you know, I'm about to go crazy. I no. can't take people, no. critics, us fans, throw out classic like it's, it's a fucking flyer. No, no, no. Listen, I'm in agreement with you. I'm I'm in total agreement. I don't go around throwing that classic word all willy nilly. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so what I really you're don't. saying, I'm getting at you because you're saying Nas Magic is a classic, is a and classic. if you're saying it's a classic, then you gotta. I'm, it, I'm it, telling it's you, on, I'm telling it's you, on a tier side by side, shoulder to shoulder with what Elmatic and it was it written. Can't, it can't. First and foremost, it can't be. I think that's ridiculous to stand them side to side. It's two different eras. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about street Nas. You know what I'm saying? Nas ain't in the streets right now. He's 47, 48, kicking that different that different knowledge. We've been we've been going at Nas for all these years about picking bad beats. You know what I'm saying? He's been on a run with three, three consecutive albums with dope beats that's gotten better and better. You know what I'm saying? So King's Disease One had a couple of skips, in my opinion, but it was a dope album. King Disease Two, you know what I'm saying? A couple of skips also, but it was still a dope album. I like King's Disease yeah. Two better than one. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And you know what? I lived with that for a while. You know what I'm saying? Because at first I said KD1 was better, but then I lived with it. I listened to both and I lived with it for a little bit longer. And I, I, I came back and I said, you're right. KD2 is better. And I still stand by that. So now um, for me, to, I gave um, Magic, you know, five mics, classic. I give it that because you know what? Yeah, I didn't live with it long, long enough, you know, so I gave it five listens and and and, and I gave it that because you know what? It had everything I wanted from Nas, you know what I'm saying? Okay, he stuck with one producer. The beats were banging on every single track, nine songs, you know what I'm saying? Nothing wasted, lyrics, you know what I'm saying? He's revitalized, you know what I'm saying? He's spitting like we, we've never heard him before, you know? And like you can tell like these are new joints that he's written, not some throwaway shit, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, you know, lost tapes, you know, meshed all together. You know, and we're too critical about Nas, you know, saying and and I think this is where where you being stingy comes to a fault. Like there is there is absolutely 
nothing wrong. This is a perfect album that he just dropped for us. You know what I'm saying? I think we get too stingy with that, with that title. And, you know, and that's, and that's fine. People can have personal favorites, personal classics, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But if you're looking at everybody's reviews online, you know, saying, you know, the geniuses, the, you know, the, um, what do you call, um, the Noriegas, all, all those guys, Everybody's going giving it like a four, four point five. All right, it, it ain't far fetched to go five. You know what I'm saying? I'll be All that. Right. I'll be that dude to give him five. You know what I'm saying? Because there's there's no bars wasted, no beats right. wasted. Like this, yep. like the feeling that this this album gave me was like vintage Nas. I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, and I totally think that. You know what I'm saying? When we're being too stingy, like, like here, here's why I say I'm glad you brought baseball up. That's some unwritten rule shit right there, B. You throw you throw right hooks at me, right? Oh shit. Yo, let me let me go in my corner and get some water, son. Chill, damn. That was, that's some really unwritten, like unwritten rules type of stuff. Like, what are we like really? What are we based? Like, what more, you know what I'm saying, can he give us? You know what I'm saying? And if KD3 is better than magic, yes, man, it's a classic too. Like we're talking ooh, about Nas. Ooh. We're talking about Nas. Why can't ooh, Nas de- why can't Nas deliver classics? You want to live with an album to give it a you know a fair judging, and I get that. You know what I'm saying? And I jumped the gun and I gave it five, and I'm sticking to it. I've lived with it for for several weeks now since Christmas. You know, yep. the God MC gave us a gift. You oh, know what I'm saying? You know, um, and I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm standing by the five mic classic. It's it's there's there's nothing here that can change my mind about that album. It's literally the only album that I've been listening to, like I, I, I'm listening to, to Rome Streets. I just put that on today because you mentioned um, we, we was in the chat yesterday. So I'm gonna, let me check Rome out because I did listen to the to the joint album and he's dope. But I, I I went back to I'm in the shower. I got the speakers in the shower. Boom. Magic. It's magic. always magic yeah, yeah. on yeah, my way yeah. to work, on my on, on my on my way back home. It's magic. You know what I'm saying? So the last time I really did that with an album. A Nas album was it was written, bro. Oh, classic. Not not ninety six. Yeah, son. classic. B. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And Damn. I'll, I'll just right. leave it at that, man. And I'll chime in again. You know, what I'm saying if you if you know something comes to me, but there's no way that. I, and I'm not mad at cats if you want to give it a four. You know, listen, I will smack people if you give it a three point five. Like you deserve nah, a smack. Tolerant. You so, know what so, I'm saying? So it's four so, and above. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So Dro just stated the case for why Nas surprise Christmas Eve album Magic is a classic. And for everybody out there, let me be clear. I'm not critiquing Nas at all. It's my favorite artist of all time, man. Right. I, not I love Nas, bro. Like it's my <laughs> guy, man. That's our guy. That's our guy. You know what I mean? For real. But we took listen, as soon as I heard the album, this was my take. It's his best album with Hit Boy. I think it's better than KD one and two. It is Fine. a boom bat. <laughs> Nas yeah. Hit Boy. Yo, when I heard the second, as soon as the second boom song came on, me Joe Black. Oh, yo, it's crashing. You almost crashed the whips. I was like, what? The f- what? Hell yeah, yo. Right. But hold on, hold on, I just hold on, hold on. Wanna... an album almost took your life, B. Not five <laughs> mics, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> 
Yo, so everybody out there that wants to, if, whatever is your rating criteria, whether it's, it's source style, you know, the old heads like us, we always don't fall back to the source five bikes. Right. Yeah, I'm starting this album at four. I'm possibly moving it up to four and a half. Okay. And like I said, with my baseball argument, it's not Hall of Fame. It's not classic. It's the Hall of Very Good. Mm. That's, and I'm staying there. Now, you said you every can... beat is official. I disagree. Which there's definitely a, a, I mean, there's, there's, there's two beats that are all right. They're, they're mm. all right. I think I know which ones, but go ahead. Hollywood Gangster. I'm not crazy about that beat. I'm not crazy about that beat. And um, you know, damn, I forgot the name. I forgot the name of the song where, where he ends it, the ad lib, where he's like KD3 on the way. It's like a slow paced beat. Um, I think it's I think right after. For the children, no? I think it's nah. Woo for the children is official, bro. Okay, Hold okay. up, I'm gonna pull it. I'm gonna pull it up right now. It's um. Woo for the children. Was... I like that joint. Oh, it's ugly. It's ugly. ugly. Let me tell you what's my bangers on this album. The first song, "Speechless," is incredible, and I want to <laughs> let me talk about "Speechless" right now. What that 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 second line where he's talking about what 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 does he say? Um. I'm 21 years past the 27 club. Mm -hmm. It's like I went back into my past and then I sped it up. You know, as soon as he said that the 27 club, I was screaming. That Mm -hmm. is an incredible rhyme right there. That is that is elite. That is elite pen game. What's the 27 club? You know how many historic classic rock artists died at 27? Yeah, man. Amy Winehouse. Like he named them. He named uh, them. Janis Joplin. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Morrison from from the Doors. Uh, I think also uh, what you call it died at twenty seven. The greatest guitarist ever, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. So they nicknamed him the twenty seven club. Yeah, they nicknamed him the twenty seven club. So right. now I start off this song saying he's forty eight. I'm twenty year one. I'm twenty one years past the twenty seven club. That is elite writing. Yo, know, people need to just understand this man is forty eight and he's still writing shit like this. This is incredible, right. bro. So later on, the, the chorus of this song is phenomenal. The chorus, dope dealers, street hustlers, pop cases, throw dice on pavement, cop chases, big gamblers, scullies, hide faces, gang wars, hot spots, police raided, left them speechless. Oh, that is hard as hell. Yo, that's you can what he had to overcome. That and, is, you know, that, that chorus, that chorus drove. For anyone that has never been to any hood USA, that is your visual. Dope yep. dealers, street hustlers, pop chases, throw dice on pavement, cop chases, big gamblers, scullies, hot faces, gang wars, hot spots, police raided. That is a fucking movie. And that is the chorus of that song. So enough about that song. Meet mm-hmm. Joe Black. Yo, honestly. Meet Joe. I wasn't ready for me, Joe Black. <laughs> yo, I, um, I was not ready for. Uh, yo, you know what's co- funny about that? Yo, pull up. The yo, you bloodied me. I'm throwing some jabs back, bro. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm actually not. I'm bugging right now. I'm in agreement with you to a certain extent. Yo, the choruses on these first two songs, the hooks, the beats. Oh my lord, bro. Run me the keys, run me the bees, run me that flow back. You top three, I'm not number one. How could you post that? that? I wear the crown, the city is mine. You cannot hold that. I'm not the one to go at. You fuck around me, Joe Black. Yo. Yo. You know what's Yo. Was Nas bad? Do you feel like Nas dropped this album? He was like, yo, hold up. I got to let 
I gotta let people know real quick. I gotta let people know real quick. I'm still nasty. Hold up, hold up. Yo, I'm, um, I'm in a good mature place with Hip Boy, and we making records about having brunch and 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 you know embracing our 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 black skin. You know, I'm 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 making songs apologizing for past trans transgressions because he's making music for over forty people right, and a lifestyle right. he's living out right now, right? And we're in unanimous agreement with that, and that's why we love Nas, man. Right. We, we we growing up with him, we grew up Girl with him, man, and this is the mature music he's making. But these first two bullets. In this magazine, <laughs> holy shit. Yo, this is the five by seven times 28 millimeter armor piercing bullets, son. These is going you know through the vest. These Yo. are bu- what? Can I say These something? choruses are better than dudes' entire albums. Yo. Um, Word. You peeped that also. Um, it, this album, this verse, this song. Dropped the same week. Jay Z said nobody could take him in the verses. Yeah. Oh, you want to say? Oh, shit. I'm going there. <laughs> you want to talk about the ubiquitous verses, bro? You want? Yo, real Ooh. quick before we leave Nas. Before yeah. we leave Nas, real quick. Let's Listen, I love yeah. the album. It's incredible. I think it is his best Hip Boy collaboration. I can't wait for KD three. Right. But my thing is, you know, I'm really stingy, and I come across and like the grouchy old man with the label and everything. A classic. I say it's still too too new let's listen to this album a year from now let's let it age is that fair let's do that oh listen all that is completely fair um but i'm just all that is completely fair because that's that's i do i do feel about that sometimes but let's be realistic also when we first heard illmatic we shit we lived with that shit for one week we we instantly called it a classic all right, you know this what is what I'm saying. You're making my point right now. But, but hold you're up. Point. There's some stuff that you hear that's instant classic. Instantaneous. That's, that's exactly this what is I'm not, hearing. This is not that. The bro, this is not that. It's just this, not. This, it's not yes, special it like but that. Yo, I personally think it is. I really do. It's personal. I can't go with your personal belief. No, but fuck that. I think it is. Fuck that. I think it is. True person. We're going to keep fighting. But also, that official, bro. That out the um, album's official. There's boom back, like Hip Boy became more of a boom back um producer for this. He was a dope co-star. The, the, yeah, the album is, is minimal, minimal, minimal. Yes, amazing. It's 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 a great album. But right. you said something. You said verses. Um, ah. go against Hove in the verses. That's all we see in everywhere. Whether it's popular podcasts where it's dudes like us. Mm-hmm. contributing to the argument, whether it's Instagram and Twitter, threat, never-ending threads. And, and I want to say something right now. There's a lot of ridiculousness out there. To the point that I've actually seen websites make a top 10 list of people who can go against the God MC and the verses. And I'm, yo, some of the people that I've seen referenced and mentioned uh-huh. is giving me a fucking migraine. Like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people? Yo, Please, a major publication or website, hire your boy, man. Get at me, Jfield underscore on Instagram. Because my critical pen game washes y'all. Especially if you're going to say ridiculous shit like Drake is a worthy competitor against the God MC in a versus. Are you Hold on, who you calling the God MC? Jay-Z, I'm, I'm, come on, I'm making fun of him. He's a Jehovah, the God <laughs> okay, MC. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm like, all right, I'm like, hold on. But, 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 okay, are we really going to entertain saying that Drake can be competitive against Jay-Z in the verses? Because let me remind people out there, 
the criteria for verses changed when Jada Kiss dropped his pants and took a tremendous shit on the locks <laughs> in Manhattan and at the Mecca and a battle in which deeply hurt my feelings and I'm still kicking rocks and crying. Yeah, yeah you you had you had um you really did have the you know fanfare you know you you were a fan I'm, of this. I'm still you had crying. Chat winning. I'm still crying over it, Joe. I'm not even playing. Like I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm, you, I, I, I don't. I, we'll talk about that in a second. But, that's all good. Yo, yeah. bro. Like if we're talking, look, Jada Kiss changed the narrative for verses, bars, mixtapes, that heat, that elite heat, it's vintage present. shit. The, he took it back to what it is, MCing in its rawest form, not exactly. what MC drove. And what was it that you was, you body bagged and toe tag cam and the dips for rapping over their tracks, rapping right. over their vocals live. As an right. MC, you don't do that. And that no. is probably why Jada Kiss eviscerated them as viciously <laughs> as he did. Because Kiss was clear, concise, flow, voice, Everything. His DJ Clue mixtape performances with with Styles P sounded just like the Clue tape circa 96, 97, and 98. Wash dips. Uh, hold up, let's keep it where Jay-Z uh, Jay-Z potential contenders. Cause I'm talking about what Jada Kiss mm-hmm. did because I'm making a point that this is the style. I, I can't stand it's I can't more than just the records, right? I, I can't it, it, I can't take the the argument that oh, because Drake has hit records, right? It's more and than Little that. Wayne has hit records. I don't give a fuck if they got a hundred hits like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that I think this is where people went wrong. That don't 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 we remember who Jay Z is? Reasonable doubt error make, making mistakes. <laughs> are we? Are y'all serious? Like Jay Z will wash basically anyone with his first like two albums. Because we were going to do a whole Behind the Bars on in my Lifetime Volume 1. It's my favorite Jay-Z album ever. Mm. And his entire catalog, this is, it's my favorite Jay-Z album in my Lifetime Volume 1. With all those radio bullshit singles that I hate. <laughs> the Sunshine with Foxy Brown and The City Is Mine with Black Street. Them shits was trash. Yeah. I know what girls like with Diddy and the Hitman. Trash. Those songs are cringeworthy. Guess what? Those are just the singles. The rest of that album? Are we serious? Sorry. Streets is watching the intro a million and one questions face off with source money. Mm-hmm. Real niggas do real things with too short. Right. Obviously the end of that album is probably the greatest songs of Jay-Z's entire catalog where I'm from. And you must love me rap yeah. game, crack game. Yo, no one is. Such, if Jay-Z do a versus and do those types of songs, just walk off the stage. That being so said, bad. that's the thing. They just need to do street songs. Like, yo, yes, like it yes, don't, it, what, it, bro, the hits don't matter mind, no more. I'm losing my fucking mind right now talking the about hits, this shit. The hits don't like, matter stop no with more. The Drake and all these people, Jay-Z will destroy these dudes in the verses. That being said, it's Jay-Z and Nas, yo. Stop going deep <laughs> and looking for, oh, who could possibly go against Jay-Z in the verses? Everybody be trying to sound like the smartest person in the room all the time when the answer's right in front of your face, man. Yo, they got the check, man. They, yep. It's not about radio songs like that anymore and hits and, and shit like that that's going to make the crowd pop. Jada Kiss proved that. It's Street Heat, mixtapes, your delivery. That being said, Dro, I went to the Big Daddy Kane KRS One versus mm. that. No doubt, shit. Yo. I died and went to heaven. <laughs> Period. 
I am, from that moment, you know, I died in the before, physical form. Before you even I went continue, to hip hop heaven, bro. Before you even continue about that versus any any true real hip hop head can automatically say that KRS was going to win simply because of catalog, right? It's yep. like you know, you know, there was going to hit street street joints. That's it, you know. Um, but also at the same time, the real the real heads was like, but Kane is going to push him. And yep. I felt, and I and I felt that Kane did push him. You know what I'm saying? Like for the 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 small amount of songs that Kane got compared to to K- KRS, um, Kane did very well. You know what I'm saying? And um, I thought he definitely held his own. You know what I'm saying? Just like I knew he would, like I knew he could, and like I knew he should. You know what I'm saying? But with that being said, um, obviously it's a versus, so there's got to be a, a one person declared winner, and I'm gonna give it to Chris and Big Daddy Kane. He's still in my top five to this day. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Chris definitely wins wins that one. But you were there firsthand. You know, give us that experience, man. Come on. I was like five, six rows back. Mm-hmm. I was screaming at them to the point that I know you're going to think I'm bugging. Uh-huh. Lost my voice like 10 times that night. Yeah, phone almost died from the recording. <laughs> yeah, like right now, phone almost died from the recording and pictures and shit. Yo, I was like, yo, do this, do that, do this. And when it came on, I was wilding with, with my people. Shout out to them <laughs> and the whole crew uh, for, you know, giving me the opportunity to even be there for that. Nothing but love for them. Right. Um, that being said, bro, like for the moment, Fat Joe, well, you know, he was like the MC, like the host brought them out. Mm-hmm. Yo, Kane had DJ Scratch, the incredible DJ Scratch DJ and should have had Mr. C, but that's an argument and a story for another time, that's another a, day, right? KRS had Kid Capri Bronx repping Uptown so hard. Oh my God. We were so hard bodied Bronx and Uptown in Brooklyn in the Barclays Center. The gods and the Earth's 5% nation was in there. Zulu Nation was crazy, bro. Yo, KRS came out and once you heard Boogie Down Productions mm-hmm. will always get paid. We'll take the blanket song. Once you heard Colonel White, yo, it was, you knew it was going to be special. And to see, yo, we weren't even letting KRS do his rhyme. We were rhyming for him. <laughs> we, we, he was yelling over us. We, every, yo, he, at one point in Criminal Minded, he just put the mic on, he just, Sucked the mic under his arm and crossed his arms. And we would we, we we did the part with the girls look so good, but their brains are not ready. Mm-hmm. Yo, he just stood there and let us do it. <laughs> it was incredible. It was goosebumps. But then, you know, Kane came, came out and he did just rhyme it with Biz. I would say the first couple back and forth, Kane was just in a hole and it, it was unfair. You can't come out of it. Mm-hmm. So KRS the criminal minded. Kane did just rhyming with Biz. Official. Not hard enough. Yo. Mm-hmm. And then it be- I'm going to just name the songs back to back and you're going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. Yo, Criminal Minded. <clears throat> Kane, rhyming with Biz. Mm-hmm. Chris, I'm still number one. And then Kane did Enough Respect, which I feel like, you remember that joint off the Juice soundtrack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. And then Chris did MCs act like they don't know, and that was the ugly face. That was the oh my god, because that primo beat. He could have Chris could have came off with. He could have started off the, the the battle with any song. I know, but look, I'm gonna. I'm telling you, if like maybe the first yeah. tennis song, I'm gonna just name 
all of KRS's songs, like the first <clears> 10. <throat> Yo, Criminal Minded, I'm still number one. MCs act like they don't know. Then he did the MC into Out of Here. Mm-hmm. Then he did, this is what was ill. He did Jack of Spades, which was a mad curveball, and mm-hmm. he got a loud pop for that. I was surprised at that. My philosophy, and here's what was mind-blowing. I could not believe he pulled this off. He did the tribute to Scott LaRock. He did Super Ho into Jimmy. Remember mm-hmm. that, DJ? The I, the yeah. M, M. Yo, everybody, yo, people lost their mind for Jimmy. Because now, and when to AIDS attacks, so run out and get your no Jimmy, Jimmy hat. hat. Yo, yo, he did that shit. That he Remember, did. you're oh, never too fear. old. <laughs> yo, G- Jimmy is wearing a hat. Yo, then he did part-time suckers. And he, yo, here's That was a surprise, though, that one. I know, that beat is knocking, though. And here's yeah. where it just got super stupid. And that's why I'm like, yo, this, this, this is not even fair, bro. This, this, this is just stupid. Yo, he did Black Cop and brought out Mad Lion yeah. right into Shoot the Kill. Yeah. Now let Mad Lion do take, yo, son. Are you serious? <clears throat> yo, are you serious, bro? And that, I just feel like Kane was in a hole and then Kane really started doing the official crazy shit. He got into Raw mm-hmm. and all that. And then KRS was just cheating. He did represent the real hip hop. Das Effects came out and then they did They Want Effects. Like that, yeah. it, you, that's cheating. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Das Effects went no, into the facts and it's shit. It's playing the catalog. It's, it is yeah, what it is. You know? It was like, crazy. Like, <clears throat> and, and by that point, he didn't even do the knockout blow. He didn't even do South Bronx and the bridges over. And once he did step into a world, the roof blew off. Of, yeah, that that was it. Was a rat was done. When he did step into a world, that's that's it. Everything after that, it was just like going at a dead body. And I felt bad for Kane. So Kane has moments, and for the whole night, I was screaming for Juice Crew because mm-hmm. if Cool G yeah. Rap would have come out for, the, I was screaming Symphony, do the Symphony, yeah. bring out the Juice Crew. Me, a Bronx proud uptown dude, screaming for one of the greatest Queens crews of all time, for sure, featuring some Brooklyn cats, right? Master Ace, Big Daddy Kane, right? Yeah. Yo. Me, a Bronx dude, drove. I was screaming for the Juice crew. Yo, I remember, yo, man, we grew up, we was 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. We had these dudes' posters on our wall. So we yeah. we had Kane on our wall from Word Up and Rap Masters magazine. These dudes covered my wall next mm-hmm. to Don Maddenly and, and Patrick Ewan and shit when I was a kid. You know what I mean? You, I know, shout out to the Mets. I know you had your strawberry posters and Doc Gooden sure. and, and Keith Fernandez and all that for sure. But we had all these, yo, these dudes was our superheroes. Forget That's all it. the Avengers. This is a superhero. So this is a rap superhero. This is a rap Avengers, right? Yo, Dro, this is what I'm telling you. This is when I died. Mm-hmm. Yo, he brought out Kane, brought out, you saw Master Ace walking up to the stage. And yeah. I was like, oh! <laughs> yo, the beat came on and listen closely. So your attention's undivided. Many in the past have tried to do what I, yo, I don't even want to do the whole song, but you get the vibes. Yeah, and then Craig yeah. G came out. Yo, even KRS One was bopping hard. You could, it's just, yo, the symphony is the greatest posse cut of all time in hip hop. If you disagree, you know my, you know my social medias. At Jfield <laughs> underscore on Twitter, Jfield underscore on Instagram. The symphony is the greatest posse cut of all time. That is my hot take on this episode of Behind the Bars. And Yo, I nearly saw the whole thing in person. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad didn't come out. Uh, that was, I, yo, we were crying. We was like, uh, oh my God. If Cool G Rap would have come out and done the verse, yo, this is one of the oldest barbershop arguments of all time. Who who had the better verse, Chain or Cool G Rap? Yeah. I'm a Cool G Rap guy. I'm a Cool G Rap guy. What, who do you got? 
I'm I'm a Kane guy. All um, right, yo, Coochie, if Dro, if Coochie rap would have come out and Kane was in a hole, Kane, to me, Kane was losing by like five. Mm. It, 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 I, I didn't mean, have a depth. KRS One was insurmountable. It, 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 the hits, the shit that KRS was doing was just like, oh my god, bro! Like it was, it was incredible. What if KRS says, "I, I do this"? I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I am hip hop. I am the god. I am the Yo, it was incredible, bro. Yo, but yo. I'm telling you, if Kane would have had the full Juice Crew. And Coogee Rap would have came out with Marley gives a slice. I get nice and my voice is twice as horrifying as Vincent Price goes deep and kicks that whole incredible legendary verse. Yo. Yeah. I think that possibly that probably would have been like a game tying Grand Slam in the eighth inning. It would have been that ill. It would have been that ill. But he didn't. And Coogee Rap didn't come out. And then that was it. Yo, at the yo, at the end. Karis one after he by the way he brought out red alert yeah i peeped that for the bridge is over i'm sorry yeah. queens i'm sorry i apologize to queens hey yo, no need to yo. apologize yo he did a number on queens man he did yo, you know ain't yo, i apologize queens. <laughs> he did. sorry yo you know, but well, you know what he did that it, it was just foul at this point it was like it was like in baseball when you went in like 13 to 4 in the, in the ninth in, ninth inning and mm-hmm. you still batting and you on first base and you still second, unwritten baseball rule, Stop right? Stop me. <laughs> yo, exactly. Yo, so the song he did, yo, he bought a Hakim and he did Channel Live, Mad Ism. Yo, so, that was ugly. That was so disrespectful. I was like, oh my God. Oh my. Yo, Mad Ism to me, if my son's like, dad, what did 90s hip hop sound like? Mad Ism's one of the songs I will play him. I'm glad you asked me, son. Check this out. It'd be a That's lot one of, of the songs I'm playing. Play. Yeah, this is 1990s New York. This is what yeah. New York sounded like in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> All we do with Spark Mad is, oh my God, put a split yeah. in my hand right now. It's just I love that song. So and I'm, I got to I'm see glad. that shit live. I'm glad that 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 you went to see it live, though, because, yo, as it was going on, um, I'm, I'm chiming in on people, you know, online. Like, yo, KRS, you know, looks mad, you know, out of breath, like he's out of breath. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like, he's just doing the the the, the crowd response, the, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm telling like, you from being there, we were we were rhyming for yo, like, Kane sounded incredible. And, you know, he when he when it's a roll, let it roll, get bold. I just right. can't hold back a fold because I'm a man with soul and control and effect. And you see all that live. Mm-hmm. Woo! Kane yeah. was official, bro. It, it, it bugs he did me some out. freestyles and everything. It bugs me out yeah, that but, people thought that Kane won. Like, and you know, I'm a, I'm a Kane hat, but it bugs it bugs me out. I'm like, you thought Kane won? Like, yeah, how? yeah, nah, he didn't. He didn't, bro. So like, you know, we, I, I didn't think I, he just, did I just I just wanted to give the people my take on on verses, man, because I finally got to go to one, and I went to one that, like I said, these is my rap superheroes. This right. is like my little. It's my childhood. Like that's, I, I thing, can't even put into words, man. There's one thing I wish verses would do would get correct is mic in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Cause because you 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 can't hear the crowd and 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 it looks off and it looks weird, you know, when you're watching it on, on Triller. You know, mm-hmm. it, it seems like when KRS was doing that, I see what people were saying, like the the responding, you know the crowd response, getting the crowd response. And it seems like KRS forgot his words and you, the crowd don't know his lyrics because you can't hear the crowd. I'm like, oh, you bugging? Okay. That's KRS. You, yeah. You think these motherfuckers don't know that his lyrics? 
Get out of here. So, like, arguing with these people back and forth on online, on Facebook and on Twitter about that, it's like, yo, you you just... And some of these guys are, like, older heads like us, and it's like, you, you can't comprehend? Like, like, whatever, man. You know, it, it was just it was pissing me off, too. This is like, but, like, real quick, I know, like, it's been <laughs> months, it was months ago. Yeah. Um, well, the, well, the versus, the... the the uh, Chris and Kane versus wasn't too long ago, but you know, quite a, a couple months ago. When when was Dips and Locks? When was that? In November, so, uh, October, or something. I think, I think it's um, around around that time. Yeah. Yo, bro, like I'm still not over that shit, bro. I'm still no. It's honestly, I'm still, I'm still hurt, man. I, I think Jada Kiss is Man of the Year. <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. I think Jada Kiss is Man of the Year. I'm Runner up, Styles P, and, and yo, that was such a bodying, man. Like, oh my god, that shit hurt my feelings. Real quick, all I want to say about it, um, you can go Google not only the verses, like you'll see a lot of good, insightful podcasts on YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of expert opinions and shit about that. Mm-hmm. And um, the dude, the, the the diplomat's chief producer, the dude, uh, arsonist, heat heat makers. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he was on, um, man, shout out to, yo, this podcast is official. Math, Hoff, Math, oh, yeah. my expert opinion. I yeah. love, we, we both love that shit. Yeah. That shit is official, man. That is, yo, y'all need to go check that shit out. Math Hoffa from Battle Rap fame. If mm-hmm. y'all don't never heard of him from the Battle Rap circuit back yeah. in the days, yo, his podcast is official. That being official. said, he, he, had, he had awesomeness heat makers on it. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was, I felt him. He looked like he was destroyed. It was like the day <laughs> after. And <laughs> he was saying what I was saying while it was happening live. Their playlist, their playlist basically didn't even give them a chance. Forget right. the rhyming over the vocals. The right. shit that they decided to go with versus what they should have gone with. It didn't even give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Yo, the locks came out and it was an overhand right. Immediately, their first song knocked Diplomats down, took a stand at hate count. Yo, the locks like came Mike out with Tyson fuck versus you. Joe Glass. They, they came out with fuck you. Yeah. They, they literally came out like war. Like, yeah. that's one of the locks' greatest songs. That, that's one of the greatest New York all time street anthems. That's, <laughs> that is, each verse on that song is incredible. Each verse on that song is incredible. And Sheik Lucha's closing verse on that song is an all-timer. And that's the song they open up with. So you know what I would have opened up with? Yo, I, I can't even get into, like, yo, the diplomats open up with I'm ready. That is a, all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like, the, you know, the beat's hitting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all right. I ain't opening up with I'm ready. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, there's so many joints they should. God, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just, I'm hurt. Like Cam did none of his, of his entertainment shit. Mm. Cam's best album, and yo, again, his Twitter, under, under, under at, right? Twitter <clears throat> at Jfield underscore Instagram at Jfield. Go, please get at, please get at me. I want to fight with y'all. Cam's yeah, best album is Sports, Drugs, and Entertainment. SDE. That is Cam's best album. Yeah, That's like Cam's Jay Z's and my Lifetime Volume One. Yeah, a lot of, you know a lot of cats will, will agree with you. I Yo, think, he did nothing off that album. Nothing. Why do you think, why you think that is? I know for a fact what it is. A shout out to Uh-oh. my homie Ayana. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's a family. She told me. Okay. I'm not going to like... Yo. Ooh. 
So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hear we're gonna hear about nah, why why he don't we'll perform. We're gonna we'll have save it on a future episode. We're gonna let right. her tell her story. We're gonna have on a future episode. Awesome, awesome. Yo, that's his best album, and people always want to say the first Rockefeller album, "Come Home with Me." Burners on that album, all time joints. It's Sports Drugs Entertainment's Cam's best album. Mm-hmm. All right. He did nothing from that. And this this is what I'm saying. They were already, yo, when Jada Kiss and Styles P started doing the DJ Clue Freestyles, mm-hmm. they were already up. It was like disgusting already. Like if you want to give like a, if it's like a game of 21 and we give them one like points for each group, it was already like five, five, one or five zip or, eight or something like that. And Cam did, that's a dope song from the Killer Killer Season album. He did Suck It or Not. That song right. is more funny than anything. Right. And this is what I'm saying with the playlist. Are you fucking serious? You it's going with uh, you going with a sex song? Uh, the beat is official on that. But you yeah. going with a, a sex song to battle? That's all you needed to know about how I'm to me unprepared and like mind blowing. Like I'm still mad at that shit. There's a banger on that album. You know what's on that album? What he should have done? Wet mm-hmm. wipes. The alchemist beat is ferocious. That okay. shit, yo. D- that would have got the garden mm-hmm. rocking, but like, I, I, as you can tell, I'm still butt hurt over it. I'm mad. Yo, locks I'm still mad. School. I locks love Cam and the Dips. Cam's one of my favorite rappers ever. Yeah. Uptown Harlem. We in here. I'm mad. I'm still mad. So we, we locks. We, we Jada took him to I had to get my take on it. It's all good. It's all good, man. Because I'm in agreement. I, I, I was rooting for the locks. Um, I knew they. I knew they had it, and I knew streets. I mean. Dipset got street shit too, of course. Obviously, they do, but um, the locks. I think they're um, Dipset. A lot of people think they're dope and that's and, and that's cool. But the locks, I think that crew, Jada especially, they're special. They're they're special artists, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Dipset has, you know, what it takes to really even battle them. Even with, I, I'm even gonna go, you know, on a limb and say, even if they had the right set list. I don't think they would have been been able to go at the locks, and and, right. and that's and that's and that's my take. I think those guys are real special, man. I um, I agree. I think Dipset should have won because of the combination of hits and street heat. The Diplomat mm-hmm. series mixtapes is some of the is probably tied for greatest mixtape series of all time with mm-hmm. with um fifties first wave of G Unit mixtapes, incredible right. shit on those mixtapes. Um, and that, that's that's sort of the, some of the frustration. Of course, I'm a diehard locks fan. Come on, man. Yo, you ain't a hip hop head. You ain't a locks fan. Let's yeah, just be yeah. real. Ain't nobody here saying that I don't like the locks. You fucking crazy with yeah, that tell shit. Tell me about like, that. Like Jada Kiss is. I've never heard. I never heard. I never heard a whack from them. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. That's very. Not, not even anything mediocre. I, like you, you. How you were saying? Like the argument for Nas Magic album starts at four, and then take it from there. I absolutely agree. The argument for Jada Kiss. His entire history, guest verses, albums, everything, his level of bar work, of elite lyricism, it starts out of four. And then the yeah. argument goes from there. Yeah, he's, it's, he's, it's not, it's not, he's, he's, there's not even words to put in. Yeah. But, and, and like I said, he changed the way verses goes forever. He proved now it's about MCing. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. And that's why I lost my shit order. earlier. That's why I lost it when we start talking about the verses where who can potentially go against Jay-Z. Stop this. Stop. I like how and you know, I'm not even a, I love Jay-Z. You know where we all stand with Jay-Z as, as fans. 
Yeah. We're absolutely on Nas' we're side. It's, yeah, it's, we're absolutely on Nas' side, but Jay Z is nice. None of the Jay Z is nice. Even said Jay Z is not nice. He's incredible. Like, he's incredible, right? He's, exactly. he's one of the. He's incredible. But his I, last I, I, couple of albums were lackluster. It's gonna happen. It's just like great athletes. Like you know, you know, they keep going and they they ha- they hit their peak and they don't put up the numbers they used to. And right. that's when they know it's time to hang up. But maybe you can say that Jay Z's like that. But you cannot say that about Nasir Jones. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder though, we're going to, I think we should end it like this though. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if um, these Nas runs, the last three runs, I think that, I wonder if that put the battery in Jay-Z's back. Do we ever, Yo, you're right. It's a perfect way hear? to end it. And I hope it did. Yeah. I hope it did because I'm going to say I was not a fan of Jay-Z's 444 album at all. I thought it was very boring. And mm-hmm. um, I listened to it with biased ears because I think he completely bit off of Nas's seminal Life is Good album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ga- I gave it another listen. I, it's, it's, um, it's, that was my so first I'm not take. saying it's whack. I'm yeah. saying it's, it's boring. It's lack. It's boring. That was my first it's take. Just, it's actually it's better than It just doesn't boring. move me. Yeah. It just doesn't move me. It's, hey, it is what it is. And, and I, I felt like um, the Magna Carta album was bloated and a lot of cutting room material on the album. It was, uh, it was, it was I, um, Blueprint 3 was weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his last couple of albums, uh, was, yeah. that, that's the way I feel about Jay-Z's last couple of albums. So, you yeah. know, his last true banger, ridiculous album was the joint album with Kanye, the Watch the Throne album. Shit was incredible. Right. I could do um, that. You know, oh yeah, recent release. How we didn't talk about Donda? I ain't like that shit, son. That's, how, <laughs> that's, it. that's my Donda take. I ain't like that shit. <laughs> that shit was weird. It was too many songs. I don't like the production style, the gothic direction he went in. Yo, that I gave that. Yo, it was a painful first listen. I forced myself to listen a second time. It's too many songs. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Dude is bugged out. I missed the old yay. Like that hashtag was trending. But I will say his guest verse on this new game album, that that game song that came out right. with, with, with Hit Boy. Yeah, what they featured on the IG. The Easy yeah. E song. The yeah. Easy E song where he where he say the hilarious line, like, like God saved me from the crash just so I could be Pete Davidson ass and show me dying when I heard that shit. <laughs> that Kanye verse. That Kanye verse was official. That's the old yeah, year. Right? That it is. Dope. It is. That so, is the old year. I mean, I was like, damn, man. Yeah. Why didn't you make Donda like this? That shit was bought. Yo, yo, yo. I was slumped shoulders listening to Donda. I was like, yo, what is this shit? So, yo, like, honestly, I'm one. You called me one time. You was driving back. You was like, yo, Dro, I'm giving this a second listen. Yo, I really wanted to reach through the phone and just grab you by the throat. Like, why? <laughs> why son put some ransom on put some like, Archie Payne put like, some Archie Payne on <laughs> like there's nothing there that would make me like yo did, did I miss something there's nothing yo, on that album that made me know, that yo way. that album hurts my ears that shit was like a, a sonic assault bro but, uh, oh. hey we don't care about charts you know when it comes to hip hop but yeah. How was Donda actually doing on the charts? Is Man, it, I don't know. You know. I didn't even check. That's how much I don't care about uh, that album. I, I ain't even like that. That's, 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 that's my take on Donda. You know, they be having like the memes of dudes looking exasperated and stressed out, like with a cigarette in their hand, like rubbing right. their forehead. That mm-hmm. was me listening to the entire Donda album. That was that. That's that. I'm one of those memes. All I needed was all I all I needed was a Lucy from the bodega rubbing my forehead. Son. Okay. That was me listening to the entire album. Hold on a second. So we're talking about recent albums. Did did um um Pusha joint came out? Nah, but it's it's yeah. coming out soon. And he said oh, it's I the album it of the year. Week. But you know, every yeah. every rapper say that. Every right. rapper say that. You All know, right. I'm a tough critic. 
It's annoying. All right. All right. We'll see. Pusha T, the lead. We already know track record to back it. Crack rap, drug rap, all that. I can't wait. But yeah, yo, can't everybody's, wait the, everybody's the greatest MC and every album's a classic and I'm tired of it. And with that, thank you for coming back on board. Everybody out there, all our people, Politic Ditto Podcast, Jay Field and Dro, Chop It Up on policing and community relations, taking you behind the blue line and especially taking you behind the bars. I hope you enjoyed being back with us. We're excited. We're happy to be back. We apologize for the hiatus. We back bigger and better than ever. Dro, anything you want to say to our people out there? No, man, just everybody stay safe. You like what you heard? You disagreed? You agreed? You want to give us props? You want to give us a shout? Hit us up on our social media. For Twitter, you can reach us at DittoPolitics. For Instagram, we're at Politic Ditto PC. What up? And if you want to hit us up individually, you can hit my man J Phil underscore. And that's Twitter and that's his Instagram. Or you can hit me, Dro Provo. That's D-R-O-P-R-O-V-O. That's also for Twitter and Instagram. All this is mixed by New Lions Pro.